Hi, I'm Maddie, and I don't have a hobby. Hi, I'm Haley, and I have too many hobbies. And I've taken it upon myself to get Maddie hooked on just about anything. In this podcast, we're talking true crime. We're talking Enneagram. We're talking mental health. We're talking Scientology. And just about everything in between. So we're inviting you on a journey that you definitely didn't ask to be invited on. In the hopes that you too would like to be Average, average girls Average and owning Average and owning Yeah. Okay, we're recording. I always start now. I'm always like, hi, we're starting. Oh, well, because I'm not good at it. Yeah, you're not. Thank Anyways, you. moving on. <laughs> um, What's up, guys? We're back. What's up, guys? How are ya? Hey, insert, how are ya? Insert crickets. Oh, actually, we don't stand Jeffy Star. He's rude. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyways. I actually been paying attention a little bit to the YouTube drama these days. Wow. But I don't know why, because I don't know any of these people, but for some reason, I, like, do now. True. Well, there's a lot of drama with everything and everyone right now, so. Also, very true. I don't know what anything I'm saying is. Yeah. There's, like, a lot of drama in the world right now, <laughs> and, like, I know about it. All I keep thinking about <laughs> is dinner. That you're going to eat right now? Like soon. Anywho, yeah, to get started, we're going to do, which I called this a hot topic a second ago, <laughs> which is not she the right thing. She just thinks about going to hot topics sometimes. Yeah, I just really miss it. That is phase it, of Is there one in Lakeland? A hot topic? Yeah, I feel like we should go. I think there is one. What What would we get? But I'm not saying I want to get anything, but I want to- A run. graphic I, tee? Yeah, let's go and get some graphics. That could be kind of cool. I'm down. I just want to see if it's still the same. It is. You think? Yeah, of course it is. Do people still go? Yeah. Someone's in that phase of their life right now. I guess, yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyways, I called it a hot topic, but it's a hot take. And here we are about to do one. So this week, we are going to talk or share (laughs) about some embarrassing moments that really shaped us. Or oh, that really God. stuck out to us. But Here's I can't... the problem. Maddie remembers two whole things about her entire life. And this is we don't know why she has no memories, but she just doesn't. It yeah. could be alarming, but we don't know. Um, <laughs> I remember every detail of absolutely everything, including every painful, embarrassing thing I've said for the past 23 years of my life. So yeah. I don't even know how to narrow it down. I feel like all of the entire thing was an embarrassing moment. I only know stories that I've told over and over and over for years. Yeah, what if they keep changing? They don't, but I just can't remember anything new. (laughs) You have no more storage. You run out. (laughs) Yeah. You gotta buy a few more gigs. Me and my cell phone, both. What? We've both run out of storage. (laughs) Okay, true. (laughs) Okay, do you have one off the top of your head? I have a few. I'm trying to think of which one you're going to share, and I don't know what you're going to say. Or is it I, not what I know? No, I'm going to say one in elementary school. It's gross. Ew, I'm scared. It's <laughs> not like that gross, but it's definitely enough to make a girl embarrassed. No, but close. Okay, thank God. <laughs> I was in before school care, which is... Did you guys have that? No. Oh, we had like before school care for parents who worked early. I think... I was staying the night at my Aunt Suzanne's house, and she was the principal at my elementary school. And so she would have to go in really early before work, Mm -hmm. and so she would drop me off. Anyways, I'm before school care. My crush is there, Spencer Sproul. Oh, Spencer. I liked that guy for three years Mm, until I saw him him (laughs) sneeze. And <laughs> I saw him sneeze into his hand 
and he, when he pulled his hand away from his mouth, no, it was like <laughs> green <laughs> and yellow. That was like, and that was the moment I was like, yeah, no, not for me. That was years of a crush, and that's what did it for you. Yeah. I remember it so vividly. I wonder if anyone ever had a crush on and either of us, and then we did one thing, and they were like, never. Oh, mind. for sure. I'm sure of it. Oh, that just made me think of another embarrassing story. Oh, God, I have so many that okay, I'm wait. To... Okay. I'm at before school care, and my crush is there. Okay. And so I am working my tail off in this basketball game mm-hmm. in the gym to impress <laughs> To impress. Okay. Yeah. I'm playing. We're on the same team. Ooh. I'm putting in work. Yeah. I'm boxing out. Yeah. Hump I'm going hard in the paint. <laughs> I'm going so- hard in the paint. What grade were you? Uh, I think this is second or third grade. <laughs> going hard in the paint in second grade. <laughs> I was. I believe it. And I was sweating. Yeah. Sweating. At this point, I had bangs too. <laughs> yep. My mom gave me her identical haircut, a bob with bangs. So I looked like a mini her. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, and so I'm going crazy. I'm sweating. I'm like, oh my God, I have to take a break. So we call a water break. Everyone goes like to get water, comes back. I'm sitting there. My legs are open. I'm like kneeling on my knees, kind of. I'm sitting on my butt on the okay. gym floor, but I'm like, I don't know. I have this weird You're kneeling like kneeling Andrew on your butt? What do you mean? Wait, no, I'm sitting on the gym floor. Okay. And then I'm like, I have my elbows on my knees. But oh, my okay, legs okay. are like yes. kind of open, like yes. a real tomboy oh, position, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. That'll and, turn them on. Yeah, mm-hmm, that's good. Exactly. And I go to <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I go to let one out. No. no. <laughs> my second grade self just oh. needs to release some pressure for like oh, a God. second, right? And I'm not expecting this to be anything but a small toot, if you will. <laughs> and and this is all at like 7 a.m. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, God. And I accidentally let a fatty <laughs> The worst part, so I'm farting in front of my crush, which is worse enough. And he's sitting right there, like next to you? Yeah. Are you guys like talking? Like everyone's like sitting around. <laughs> oh, so it's not like you could be like, no, that was my shoe. <laughs> right. So it's bad enough I'm farting in front of my crush. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. my fart echoes no. off the floor of the gym. No. No <laughs> the whole entire gym heard it at the exact same time because it's very, very loud. And they all turn and look at me sitting spread eagle <laughs> with my elbows on my knees. <laughs> and I was so embarrassed my eyes welled up in tears i went to the girls bathroom and was like looking at myself in the mirror like (sighs) (laughs) you stupid little girl no literally i was like i'm not going out there i can't go back out there and i had class with him like the whole day did he say anything did anyone say anything no but like a few people were like Ew. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like. Do you think they remember it? Like, was it that bad? I don't know, but I'll never forget it. Uh, listen, here's the thing. I think that farts are disgusting, but I would pay so much money to witness this story. Little second grade me fart. Second grade me fart. <laughs> For some reason, that like makes it a tiny pinch better. What, like adult adult farts are like not really funny, but like little kid farts are kind of like, haha, you're weird little kid yeah yeah that's true 
I was the other day whenever I was babysitting the greens, um, Oliver fell and he like tripped and like started to cry just because he like scared himself. Whenever he fell, he like starts to cry and he's crying so hard that he starts farting. Like, <laughs> and then he realizes that he's farting as he's crying and then he starts laughing. So he's like laugh crying. And so then I start hysterically laughing and he realizes he's not going to get sympathy anymore. So then he and I are just both rolling around laughing. It was the cutest thing That's I've ever seen. So it was so funny. Funny though. I know. Oh. Um, okay. In So in fifth grade. I was so ugly. I want to. I want to preface this. I was so ugly. I broke my ankle, um, and it was the day before my first day of fifth grade. And it was yeah. And fifth grade was where all of the elementary schools. We had seven elementary schools. They all came together for fifth grade, and then that was like our graduating class that mm-hmm. we went through our middle school and high school together. So all, like I was going to meet like all new people that year. So it was it was a big deal. You know, I had, yeah. I had a lot going on. It was stressful and I'm ugly and I knew it. So I was like, oh shit. <laughs> you knew it? People. Oh God, I knew it. Aww. So yeah, it was terrible. So I um, had crutches for like the first couple of days, but our middle school for fifth and sixth grade was huge. And I like physically, I would come home with like welts under my arms because I was just trying I... to like, it, I remember going to my music class, which was on the opposite end of the school and they had to switch me because it was just straight up too far. And I would get to class like 20 minutes later than everybody else. Because I was also like this chunky little thing trying to like crutch her way down. And, and when you're little, me. when you're little, you don't know how to use, what are they called? I almost said chopsticks. <laughs> I also didn't know how to use chopsticks. You don't know how to use crutches. You think you use your underarms, but you have to push up on your wrist, yeah, like no. on your hand. And I don't think I, I, I processed that. So I would, I had like bruised armpits and my mom was like, we can't do this. I literally got a wheelchair. Okay. No, hold on. Hold on. I guess this is my, this is my favorite. I remember we had like a bathroom break. So we had like, we were all split up into teams, right? And our like classroom on our team, like we would all go to the bathroom like at the same time. And so you would go up a ramp to like mm-hmm. go to the bathroom. And so Miss Rylander, she really trusted them to to push me <laughs> to oh, go. No. And every and we were all, it was really weird. For some reason, our whole team, we were all friends. Like it was just like we were all like a big group of friends. So I remember this one kid, he's pushing me up like the ramp. And on the way up, we're totally fine. We're all chilling. We're we're hanging. It's fine. Oh, no. All is well. Then they decide to race me <laughs> as in like use me as the tool. So I'm like laughing, but also like scared because I'm going way too fast and there's nothing I can do about it. And if I'm like, like pull the brakes that were on the side of the, on the wheels, I would have just flown out. Like flipped. <laughs> yeah. I would have flipped my wheelchair. <laughs> so I, so we're at one point we go down, they're taking me down this ramp and they start racing me. And there's nothing I can do. And I'm going down the ramp while I hit the wall (laughs) with my boot. Yeah. Yeah. So I hit the wall and we're like laughing and it didn't hurt because I have this big boot on that like broke my fall basically. And so everyone's laughing. But as we pulled down the other way and I have zero control, like they're just pushing me. And I get down to the end and the, the tech ed teacher came out. She was like this really mean, like. I don't know. She was just nasty. And she came out and she's like screaming at everybody. So all of us are just standing there and she's yelling at me and I'm just in a wheelchair. Like you, you didn't do anything wrong. I literally was. And she looked and I remember her going, you already broke one foot. Are you trying to break another one? And I was what? like, ma'am, 
Miss Foringer. I still remember it. I was so pissed. And so then I'm just sitting there and I remember like it's your idea. Like, yeah. hey guys, race me with my broken <laughs> foot and then watch me crash into a wall. <laughs> yeah, I'm like actually kind of in pain. Like I'm a little dizzy from like hitting the wall after they just threw me down the thing. Down the thing. The ramp. The ramp. Yeah. It was a real disaster. It was not a good time. That's a good one. Yeah, that was a that was a real harsh year. That was the um uh no, I can't share that story. That was Why? Too much. No, no, no. It's like actually not good. So, anyways, yeah, our whole lives are embarrassing. Okay, this case is technically a true crime case, but it is whack. And I think it'll be good for the people that don't really like true crime cases because it's not what you think it is. I don't know what that means, but I'm into it. This one, I promise you, you're it's you'll be fine. Okay, so this one is a Florida story, though. Oh, great. No, so it's, but I mean, it's like, oh, are people of Florida, you know? Oh. Um, it's in Boynton Beach, Florida. I don't know where that is, but this story begins with 38-year-old Michael DiPolito and his wife, Dahlia DiPolito. 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 Uh, Michael and Dahlia haven't been together very long. They've only been together for a couple of months. They have a whirlwind romance, and he proposes to her with a $20,000 ring. Interesting. Interesting. So he's say got no. the money money. Immediately say no. How do you say no to that? Mm, no. Like oh, that. Okay. She has a $20,000 ring. All is well in the world. They run off and get married. They move into a home in Boynton Beach and all is well that ends well. They live happily ever after. Until the show Cops gets involved. What? Exactly. So Michael and Dahlia meet because she is an escort. And she has a boyfriend, works as an escort. Then they get together. They hook up, realize they actually might be into this, date for a couple of months, get married February 2nd of 2009. Wow. So already kind of a wild story in general. Everybody says that they are super physically attracted to each other. They're all into PDA all the time. And people like their friends love them, but like don't really want to hang out with them whenever they're together because they're just that couple. I hate that couple. That's my least favorite couple. Yeah, it's nasty. March 12th of 2009, so a little over a month, um, Michael has a probation officer because he does not have the squeakiest, cleanest record in the world. And by that you mean? In 2001, he had been convicted for a fraud operation. Um, he was doing these, like, scam call things. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> like, if you haven't been arrested for an online scam, congrats. Catch up. Catch, oh. <laughs> catch up with the rest of us, <laughs> baby. Um, We're he, kidding. He had served a few years in prison, and... He was out on probation, um, and he says that he never violated his probation. He was, like, super into drugs. Like, he was into coke for a while, um, and he's Italian, so people thought that he had mob ties, all of this stuff. But he says that after he got out of prison that he didn't violate that at all. So he has a probation officer, and his PO shows up on March 12th. Um, at his door unannounced. And he said this is the first time that this had ever happened. Mm-hmm. His PO tells him that anonymous calls had been coming in uh, about him selling steroids and ecstasy from his house. And so they have a search warrant. And he was like, okay, then look around my house because I haven't been doing that. Yeah. Uh, he would be sent back to prison for over 10 years if it was found. But they end up not finding anything because he says that that's not accurate anyway. So the next weekend, <clears throat> Dahlia suggests that they go on vacation to Palm Beach. Uh, so they get a nice hotel, and when at, while they're at the hotel, an anonymous call comes in that, again, that says that he is selling drugs out of his car. So they search it while he's in the hotel, like while they're on this vacation, mm-hmm. and they don't find anything again. So that's the second time it happens. Then two weeks after that, the couple's coming back from dinner when police meet them in the parking lot after they had just finished eating. They find a small bag of cocaine in his car. Oh, gosh. Someone planted it? Um, well, he starts crying and saying that he had to have been set up, that somebody had to have planted it. 
The police actually believe him, though, because they're like, there already were all of these anonymous calls to your PO in the past couple of weeks. This does seem weird. Fishy, yeah. uh, and so they don't arrest him. And they say that the hiding place for the cocaine was odd and that they had suspicions about Dahlia. On the drive home, Michael realizes that the only person who knew where they were going for dinner and had access to the car was the two of them. And obviously he didn't plant it. So he was like suspicious of her a little bit. Like, sure. wait a minute, that doesn't really add up. Yeah. So as they're driving home, he ends up questioning her like, hey, this isn't adding up. And so they get into this big blowout fight and they're screaming at each other. And he ends up apologizing for even assuming that she would do something like that. Mm. Yeah. Um, the next morning, Dahlia wakes up early. She makes Michael and herself breakfast. It was um, on that occasion that she tells him that she's pregnant. Hmm. but she's not pregnant right um but they go out and buy baby books and all is forgotten if he forgets all about the cocaine from the night before later that day dahlia gives her ex-boyfriend mike stanley a call and she had already dumped him three times at this point okay um the text that she sends uh before she calls him um says baby i miss you so much i want to call me xoxo (laughs) So, I don't know about you, but I might be a little pissed if my significant other says, "Oh yeah, sex. screw that." Just a little, just a little sad, you know. So she has Mike pose as a lawyer, call her husband, Michael. Okay, so boyfriend is Mike, husband is Michael. This oh, is confusing. very confusing. Yeah, she has Mike call Michael and tell him that in order for him to get off probation, he needed to move the house over to his wife's name, and that the title needed to be in her name. Mm-mm. He doesn't do his research. He just says, okay. And he switches the title over to his then pregnant wife who he thinks he's going to have this whole great life with. After this, Dahlia never calls Mike back again. She like used him for what she wanted and then just never called him again. Hmm. So then Dahlia turns to another ex-boyfriend. His name's Mohammed Shihide. She asks Mohammed on the phone if he would hire a hitman. He doesn't accept or reject the proposal. He just, like, starts asking questions about it. But he drives to the police station right after that conversation. Like, he's not playing. Mm. Um, So, I guess he might have been involved in something kind of shady for her to think that he would know a hitman, would be able to hire him. But he, like, wasn't actually going to do anything. So, he goes right to the police station. And he ends up working with the police. And they insert a police camera in the back of his car to get definitive proof. So, they tell him, like, you're going to have a camera in a backpack in the back of your car you're going to go to get more details, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And once she tells you all of this, we're going to create like a sting operation. Mm-hmm. So she ends up meeting up with him in a parking lot. She hands over a $3,000 down payment, a picture of the house and a picture of Michael. Wow. Yes. Um, the police want more evidence though, even after this, because they just want to have like, if they're going to take this case to trial, they want as much evidence as possible. So they're like, we have this worst case scenario is we don't do get anything more. Well, they want her to be able to talk to an actual hitman. So they set up a second meeting with an undercover narcotics officer who she believes is going to be the hitman. Uh, they agree on a Wednesday morning. They agree that they're going to make it look like a robbery. And at one point he asks her, okay, like we, after this, we can have no communication. So you can't change your mind. Like, I don't have your phone number. So if you can't get out of this car and say like, I don't want to kill him anymore. Like, are you 100% sure you want him dead? And she says, no, there is no changing my mind. I am 100% positive, like 5,000% sure. Wow. Or her exact words. Would you want me to look up the video of it? You can watch the video. Oh yeah. There's a, uh, so originally I got the, I had watched this episode. It was an episode of 2020. 
And then there was, there's like multiple stuff all over the internet about it too. Like if you just type in Dahlia. I Dahlia love Dahlia multiple everywhere. stuff. <laughs> Is that what I said? Yeah. I, listen, <laughs> listen, I am in a weird state of brain fog. I think because it's like Friday, maybe it's Friday because it's Friday. I said oh. maybe it's Friday. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's Friday. I don't know what's going on. You can also see the episode of Cops too, because this ends up being an episode, which I guess that's kind of a spoiler, but here we are. Um, what you gonna, what you gonna here. do? Dahlia DiPolito undercover. Did here. everyone watch Cops when they were children? Like, is that a childhood memory for everyone? Um, I think I did. I don't know why. It was so... You watched it? Yeah. Okay, so this is the full thing. The whole thing is 23 minutes. Oh, that's a lot. But we're not going to obviously do all that. The thing is, you know, you got to understand, because after today, you know, I can't get a hold of you. If it doesn't work out the way I want, I want I'm saying, or, you know, the way, you know, I'm it's not changing. No, there's no, like, I'm, I'm positive, like, 5,000% sure, like, I'm stressing. Wow. So, it's all on video, twice. <laughs> so, now that they have that, they're able to go through with this whole plan. Uh, I'm going to show you the cops episode. When you come home and involve your husband, there's been an incident. Okay, can you come right back to your residence, please? Ma'am, I'll tell you everything you need to know when you get here. Okay? Thank you. All right, bye-bye. All right, she's going to be here any second, so let's do it. Guys, when she arrives on scene, I'm going to bring her aside. I'm advisor. It's going to be kind of brief. We need as much information as you can on any possible suspects. I need you to go back to our station with these two detectives. And that's it. I'm Sergeant Ramsey. I'm, I'm the one that called you. Thank you for coming. I'm sorry to call you. Listen, we had a report of a disturbance at your house, and there were shots fired. It's your husband, Michael. Okay, I'm sorry to tell you, man. He's been killed. He's been killed, man. Try to find out. Wow. It's pretty good, right? Yeah. I, mean, I think it's pretty good. It's very bone chilling to me that she could do that. Yep. Yep. That's we'll, insane. We'll get into the rest of that part later because it comes back around a little more. So basically what happens that morning is she goes to LA Fitness at 545. Oh, she looks so she dumb now. Yep. Um, but she doesn't know that the police are watching the house. They knock on the door, wake up her husband that morning. He has no idea any of this is going on. He doesn't. He hasn't been let in on the sting operation at all until this point. Oh. So they have to pass along the bad news that morning at 5.45. Hey, um, you were actually set up to get murdered today. You have to leave your house. So they take him back to the police station, and a sergeant calls her an hour later tells her that she needs to come back, which is the clip that we just watched. Tells her shots are fired and that Michael was shot, and so she starts freaking out. I honestly, if I didn't know, I would have believed her. Yeah. I like, I, she That's seemed why very convincing. And like the way that she said things too, the only thing that was sketchy, did you catch the one thing that I think now in retrospect is weird? What? The part where she said, my husband's on probation. Yeah. That part was like immediately deflecting of like, oh, this is who could have done this, which you wouldn't be thinking if your husband's just killed. But she was saying like, I just want to see him. I just want to see him. Right. Which does seem it, like what accurate. we've talked about before, like order of importance. Yeah. It was just like, that's what you should be saying. Right. So it's, but that's not like, like almost who did it or So yeah, either she studied up or she knew or she's just smart, but it does look, 
I just couldn't tell. I was trying to see her face. Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell if she was really producing tears. But she, in the video, if you watch it, um, was, like, shaking mm -hmm. and, like, kind of getting close to him. And I don't know if she was trying to, like, hide her face by getting you close. You probably do get really nervous. Like, in that situation, It's, like, a so weird nervous. shock sort yeah. of thing that you're, yeah. You'd probably be easy to cry anyways, I would think. Or, like, easy to get yourself to, like, really heightened. Wait, you're saying in the fake situation or in the fake real? situation? Oh. You're still nervous about the oh, whole thing. Yeah. So you'd probably be, true. like, your emotions would still be heightened. Yeah. I was thinking, like, in a real case, you might be so shocked that you don't cry. So, like, oh, it, there's justification either way. <sighs> ah, son of a gun. Um, so they get her in interrogation after that, and they read her her rights. She keeps saying that she just wants to see him, which they're saying now in retrospect, okay, it's not even the grieving wife angle, which is probably what she's trying to make it seem like. She wants to make sure he's dead. Mm. Um, she says that she doesn't want to be videotaped, and they tell her, well, I don't know why I have this in all caps again. This is what happens whenever I write my things, like, so long <laughs> before. It says, and they tell her, too bad, baby, in all caps. Why do I have that written like that? Like, I don't know. I don't know either. Um, and they told her, too bad, baby. <laughs> I think I must have been drinking wine while I was, like, typing these out. Like, I'm really I can picture you it. saying Alone, like, with my AirPods in, like, oh, my God, too bad, baby. What? <laughs> okay, anyways. Um, so they ask her about motive. Why would anybody want to kill your husband? And she immediately says, well, he's on probation. She explains his former business associates and people that might've wanted to hurt him because of the wire fraud scam and organized crime and mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, he had connections. So maybe it has to be a mob hit, like whatever. Yeah. But then she says, so wait, wait, why would he answer the front door? Because we have cameras. And so she was insinuating that it had to have been somebody that he knew because he wouldn't answer the door for just anyone. She's like, we don't do that. He would never just answer the door for just anyone. They leave. And she knows that she's being taped because there's cameras in the interrogation room. She's mm -hmm. not dumb. And so she is still crying for 16 minutes until they come back. And she's like buried in her knees, like crying, crying. After that, he comes back. And at first he was playing nice cop, grieving wife, trying to see if she would crack or if there were holes in her story. But now he's like not playing. And he said, okay, there are no more games with you and I. Now we're going to get down to serious business. I want to know if you know this guy. He brings in the undercover cop that she met with, who is the hitman, the quote unquote hitman. Right, right. Do you know this guy? And she completely remains in character. She's like, nope, I don't know who that is. I've never seen him before. And we can watch this video too. I saw oh. um, He said to the guy do you know her what were you doing coming out of her house like you know still trying to keep it the story and he mm -hmm. says nothing he just is standing there and looking at her and she's denying it and they have him leave the room and she still doesn't crack so he this cop this officer says okay ma'am you're going to jail today for solicitation of murder you're under arrest that's an undercover police officer we recorded everything you did and everything that you said oh. and you were photographed and you were recorded and she says, I understand what you're saying, but I didn't do anything. And so she keeps saying that over and over again. Like, she is like a little kid. Like, whenever a little kid keeps saying something but over why? and over. But why? Yeah, it's like one but of those. Why? Okay, and she's like, why? but I didn't do anything. But I didn't do anything. Like, she sounds like a broken record. It's actually, like, freaky. And he, at one point, just starts laughing because it's, like, so ridiculous. And he's like, your, your husband is alive. I want you to know that. Like, your husband is well and alive and he's in the other room. And she said, thank God. And she starts crying and says that she wants to see him. And he said, quit your acting and get this over with. You need a real good attorney and we're going to show him the film. She just said, I want to see my husband, please. And he said, well, he doesn't want to see you. And then he has an officer come and cuff her. Now, th here's the problem is that 
this is where it gets confusing kind of mm-hmm. the show cops is there in Boynton beach. They like, obviously the show cops, it like doesn't just do one station. It goes to like stations all over the country and like reports how their police do it. Sure. Their investigations and I stuff. Know that, but yeah. Sure. And so the sting operation came at like just the perfect time for them to have it all recorded and for them to get like notoriety and like, look yeah. how the police did this. So he's being really extra in this whole interrogation situation and being like a real jerk on purpose because it's going to be good for the entertainment right but they didn't doctor the whole situation like Mm -hmm. it it, it was happening anyways and so they tell her the charge of like what she's getting arrested for as they're cuffing her and she's just saying no i didn't do that i didn't do that they say no we literally have all of the world's evidence yeah like there's no way you can say yeah like it's on the whole thing is recorded it's not she's gotta feel so dumb right um do you have anything that you need to say about this and she said i want to talk to my husband and so she doesn't admit anything she gets one phone call after her interrogation and guess who she calls mike she calls her husband Michael. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and so there's an exact like transcript. You can just type it in on YouTube and you can find it. But I have literally word for word is how should we do it? Should we do a back and forth sure. situation here? Okay. I'll be Michael. Okay. Mike, it's me. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I have laughs. Did I do it okay? Yes, yes, okay. Nothing, Mike. Can you please come here? Dahlia, listen, I don't want to fight with you, but honestly, I can't help you. Don't you understand what just happened? What they're saying is not true. How is that possible? Mike, I'm sitting here and it's not true. I hate us. It's not possible. You wouldn't even talk to me for two minutes, but it's not possible. It's not true. How in the hell did I just hear it and see it and it's not true? I heard what you heard and I saw what you saw. Everything they showed you, they showed me. Then how are you telling me that? I'm giving you my word. It's not true. Well, what do you expect, Dahlia? I couldn't even help you if I wanted to. Mike, please. I need an attorney. Can you please help me? I called your dad and talked to him. He's going to talk to your mom and figure out what to do about an attorney for you, all right? This is not true. How do you explain what I saw and heard? Okay, and then she goes into her thing about like, okay, the phone call is limited. Like, I don't have that much time to explain the whole thing to you. There's nothing to say. How can you believe that? How can you believe that? I heard what you heard and it's not. Oh. So why would you? That's my part. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Gosh, step back. Um, so why do you need to meet with a guy in a parking lot? I don't have time to explain that right now. I can tell you when I see you in person. I can't come there anyways. That's not true. You can come here. I don't know what you could tell me. They're charging your ass. Don't you get it? (laughs) You're not even trying. What am I supposed to do? Get me an attorney, please, so that I can talk to you. This is an all cap, so I'm going to raise my voice. (laughs) Okay. I saw you with this guy in the truck. I heard your voice. I don't understand. I did not say those things, period. (laughs) (laughs) Period, poo. I'm limited. No, this is me. I'm I'm limited (laughs) with my time, please. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> Do you have any idea what happened to me when they told me what supposedly happened to you? Do you know how I acted? Oh, then and then she lays on the guilt trip. That's why is this in all caps? I really had to have been drinking when I did this. Everyone here is being so horrible to me. Give me my house back. That's it. Sign it over to me and I'll help you. I'm not signing anything. I'm sitting here rotting and that's what you're thinking about. You tried to kill me. <laughs> okay, so basically, that was the whole conversation. Oh, I'm so glad we did that. I'm really glad we did that, too. We could be actresses. Oh, my God. So, basically, what did you gather from that conversation? I gathered that 
She crazy. She crazy. She basically literally didn't answer anything. No. At all. <laughs> literally, I didn't. She she's didn't like, you said it. And she's like, I yeah, I saw what you saw. And I didn't say it. I saw what you saw. Like, I saw me in a car tell the guy, I want you dead. Yep. Ha- yeah, she's crazy. Somehow it gets a little crazier. So she tells her mom, afterwards she gets a call to her mom, tells her mom to call Mike Stanley. That's her ex-boyfriend that she called the one that... Stanley Yelnats. Name that movie. Oh. Thank you, Emerson. Stanley Yelnats. Yeah. What part it's of the same spelled that? backwards. It's his name. Shia LaBeouf. I haven't watched Holes in a while. I gotta watch it again. So she calls her mom, asks for Mike Stanley. She's sobbing hysterically, asking for Mike. And she said, I want Mike out of my house. The title is in my name. As in, like, she wants her husband out of that house because... So, basically, her interest now, now she's pissed at him because he wants the house back. Mm-hmm. And so, she's like, that house is in my name. Like, she's totally switched gears. Sure. <gasps> Wait a minute. I think I might have another thing. Oh, no. I thought I had another another script on here. I got <laughs> um, so, the question is, how is this woman going to come up with any excuse, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, this is her thing. Mike is a really big fan of reality TV, specifically the show Cops. She says that this was his and Dahlia's get-rich-quick scheme, and it was like a hoax to get them on TV. She says the whole thing was an act. She was acting, and he was acting, too, to get on cops. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, what? Like, not an ounce of sense. Because how did it? How was she the only one that knew they were acting? And how does it end? Well, she's saying that Mike lied. That Mike is, like, now all of a sudden, like, he... he like, he's playing dumb? Yeah, but, like... So they're playing. So what, the the cops were in on it or they weren't in on it like did they know that this was a joke they're saying that it was manufactured by the show cops but they're saying that's not true too she's uh, the only one saying that oh my god yeah uh, it took the jury only three hours to find dahlia guilty of solicitation of murder she says that muhammad was in on it to get them famous and that he she thought they were all on the same team but why would her husband have been okay with her talking to her ex-boyfriend in order to make all of this happen? No. She is in an interview with ABC News. She's telling them all of this. She's like, yeah, no, everybody was in on it. And then everybody, like, bailed on me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Kind of smart, though. Like, I mean, it's yeah. the only thing that you could even try to come up with to get out of it, right? Yeah. I mean, technically, I guess, but... I don't know. I um, wouldn't have even been able to think of that. Now, some of the evidence that they bring into question, though, is that apparently Mike had Google searched some reality TV shows in the past like, few weeks, and <laughs> which I don't think counts for anything, because do you know how many times I've searched, like, The Bachelor or, like, Love is Blind spoilers? Like, a, like a lot of times. Yeah. It doesn't mean I'm, like, auditioning. Sure. Like, yeah. it doesn't mean anything. Like, yeah. I mean, he loved reality TV. That doesn't mean that he set up his own murder. <laughs> That's not what that means. No. You know? No correlation. Um, her attorney says that the police department worked with cops ahead of time to get airtime from Boynton Beach. Um, a murder for hire would look great for the area and show the amazing cops who managed to solve this crazy crime and, you know, all of this Viral. stuff. Viral. She says that she kept up the act because Muhammad threatened to hurt her and her family. She was threatened to act out a hoax on a videotape. So now it's also Muhammad was threatening her. Oh my so gosh. I, no one knows. And so then people are saying, well, you were with the police. Why didn't you tell them that then? Like you were being threatened and to act out this hoax. Then right. you Because you, you, you acted very okay. Like you went along with this whole thing and you, you didn't have to like act all of that out. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it just, it's way, it was overkill. She said she was in a state of shock and that she was acting because she was so scared that Muhammad was going to hurt her. 
Whatever. Uh, Mike gets on the stand whenever they are there in their second trial because she goes on appeal. And Mike gets on the stand, says that she's a narcissist. He can't believe that he's up there hearing that he wanted to be on a reality TV show. Like, he was like, I'm a victim. I, like, lost my whole marriage over this whole thing. And now she's up here telling you guys in front of me that it was all my idea and I wanted to be on a reality show. And I know the truth that I didn't, none of this had anything, I didn't do any of this. Right. Like, oh, that, would, that would just so be the weirdest pissed. thing. Like, you know that your husband tried to kill you, and then he's in front of you, like, she actually wanted me to pretend to kill her. And you're like, <laughs> no. He said that, so they get, they file an appeal. The judge tells her that he thinks her moral compass is askew. He wants her to have rehabilitation, but she needs punishment for what she did. They do appeal that on 2017. Um, so she's out on bail. Dahlia has a baby under house arrest. What? <laughs> yeah. With who? She, some guy that she met. Apparently, everybody's talking about, like, the art of seduction with her. That she, like, managed to seduce all these guys. Which, I, I don't even think she's, like, that cute. I mean, that. Yeah, who are these guys? Yeah, like, I... I mean, whatever. So she doesn't take the stand this time because apparently the last time she just incriminated herself and talked herself into a corner. Um, and the new strategy is just to blame the police. But July 21st, 2017, she's officially convicted. She's run out of appeals. She can't appeal anymore. She's sentenced to 16 years in prison without parole. And her release date is August 24th, 2032. Um, they were, oh wait, no, I'm, I'm sorry. She's not out of appeals because she had another appeal that she filed in 2019. But her sentence stands then. She's being held in Gainesville until she is 50 years old. Oh my gosh, that's your whole life. Isn't that crazy? Dang. And I think it's crazy because of the footage. You have to watch the footage. Too. Oh yeah, she was so committed to it. Very committed. Even like the short amount that I watched. Crazy. Yeah, it's 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 a crazy Oh, story. she's got to feel so dumb. That sucks. I just, you know, like whenever you were in like I mean, sixth grade terrible, and you but... would get caught in a lie, like something Yes, stupid. exactly. And you just feel like, Oh my god, yeah. I'm the biggest idiot. But Why you're a grown adult woman and you were caught in a lie that like that's gonna put you in jail till you're fifty. Yeah. That's uh and now whatever poor guy married her while she was on house arrest or not even married her, had a baby with her, is now stuck with this kid for oh. forever. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I don't I know if like if if you are I'm, I doubt you're required to like have a child come in to visit or anything, but no, still like not. what's your role as a parent? If any. Yeah, I mean, it's as much as no. I mean, for him, like, what's his be. role to be like? Do I let my kid come and see you? Do oh, I not? That's the hardest decision. I don't know. Your I mean, mom, the one who tried to hire someone to murder right. another man, and and she's like denying it too. It's not like she's going still? and being. Like, oh yeah, she still says that she had. It was all a lie. Oh, like, she needs she psychological help. Mm -hmm. That's what I think so too. So yeah, that's Dahlia DiPolito. 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 Depolito. 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 I'm going to see how many times you were going to keep doing it. Depolito. Lapidus. What's that from? Cetus Lapidus. Xenon. A supernova girl. A supernova girl. All right. Supernova girls. Cetus Lapidus. Depolito. Average and only.